All right. <laughs> What's going on, boys and girls? Um, this is going to be a bit of a serious video simply because of the nature and the topic at hand. I'm actually going to go into every single thing that I have ever learned from learned from John Meadows. Uh, as we all know, John just recently passed away um, because of some heart disease or pulmonary embolism or something. I'm, I'm not quite sure exactly what happened, but I will take you through every single thing that I have ever learned from John. Most things that I can remember that I've learned from John because it's it's impossible to try and, <laughs> to try and go through every single thing that I have learned over the past decade from his past three decades. But everything that I found to be really valuable or really insightful, um, personal life, private life, um, how the man or any man really kind of carries himself, um, anything and everything to do with drugs, steroids, bodybuilding, just in general, business and life, pretty much anything and everything that I think uh, we should learn from John Meadows or, or learn from literally anyone really. Um, and I'm just going to take you through all of that. And also how John kind of shaped intellectual muscle and the things that I do and the way that I do them. So let's get into it. Um, <clears throat> how do I, how do we begin? Um, so I think uh, quite a few of you might, might have seen the, um, the post that I made on, on Instagram, which was everything that I did learn from John Meadows. And honestly, I just came up with that within like, within 16 minutes. I didn't even like, I didn't even think about much. Like I, it's not like I wrote down a script or something and I went through every single thing that I've ever learned from him. Um, because like I said, it would take forever, <clears throat> but, um, how did I, how did I first ever maybe get into, or even find out about John? I'm just trying to, I'm seriously just trying to think. Um, I think, um, so, so I started lifting back in 2008 just for myself and I was into strong lifts and so on and so forth. And I think you've seen all my befores and afters and pictures and the earlier days of lifting before I had ever done like any official course or anything official per se, I was scouring the internet back in 2008, 9, 10, where we literally only had like 50 or so odd websites. Uh, the ma major ones of which were like bodybuilding.com, which was like shit. Even back then people knew it was like shit. <laughs> bodybuilding.com was kind of like today's reddit.com and you know that anybody and everybody can go on there and kind of like put their own shit in there uh i think one of the original websites that i really really liked which is where i i think i ran into john and his work was basically tnation.com i still like it but i haven't like scoured it in like so long but tnation.com was like was where i felt that there were some fucking brutal like really nice amazing articles and stuff and uh, you could learn about like old school techniques and, and, and just learn from the wisdom of other people because bodybuilding.com was like, shit, like what's what's new in the news right now? Oh, keto is pretty cool. All right, let's do an article on fucking keto. It's, um, blood flow restriction right now is really cool. All right, let's do an article on that thing. So it wasn't like tried and tried and tested true methods or anything, which is why I think I moved into T Nation, which is where I think I first found John. Now, I don't remember what was the first article or something that I found about John. Um, but let me kind of explain to you why I, I really like John. And in order to do that, I have to explain to you who my first coach was. My first coach was actually Kezal Kapadia from K11 Fitness Academy, which was the first place that I'd ever done any kind of an official certification or something. Uh, in fact, I really, very recently mentioned it. I don't know if that podcast is already out or at least clips of that podcast are already out where I am going, well, where I'm discussing this stuff with uh, another person that's in the industry right now, Yash Thakur, like about everything about K11 Fitness Academy and so on and so forth. Now in India, um, the only academy that used to exist back then at least, 
least besides like gold's gym and like the, those are like general academies but this was the only academy that used to exist it, it used to be called uh, it still is called like k11 fitness academy and it was owned and operated by this main guy called kezad kapadia right and he was my first coach and um his methods were he was he was amazing for someone that didn't know anything if you don't know absolutely anything he was really smart and he would also have like the, the wow this is me this is how i speak like this is like, he had this really commanding authoritative fucking method of speaking which 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 would make anyone feel like oh if he's so authoritative and if he's so commanding then he probably has to know a lot of what's going on which was which in time you found out that was kind of bullshit <laughs> but um so that was his thing and that was my first ever coach and um i remember that when things were going his way he would be very happy like he would accept you he would promote you he would give you clients he would do all of these kinds of things he would put you out in the public as long as you said the things that he wanted you to say as long as you parroted the things that he wanted you to say he would put you put you out in, into the limelight and help you get more business and so on and so forth but god forbid you ever question him um and uh you ever like question his methods or like why are we doing this why is the ketogenic diet this way to go why are you why are you doing high intensity training why not higher volume training why blah, 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 blah. if you if you question his stuff he did not enjoy it um and that was and i noticed that like again and again and he he lost so many friendships like he lost, this man lost so many fucking friendships in life and so many business partnerships and so much stuff just purely based out of his ego because of the fact that i am me and i know everything and nobody can ever question me and how dare you question me and and stuff like that and um so that was my first ever experience with a coach ever right and uh so that was him and he was like uh he was decent in india but he wasn't really anything in general in like the entire world or something right but when you looked outside or when i looked outside and i was looking into john's stuff and and other people's stuff and and i was looking like this guy has been training since the age of fucking 13 years old his first his first competition was at the age of 13 so he was probably training even younger than that and uh he's been training with so many freaking ifbb pro athletes and he's been training training with so many different people like different sports he was training with um dave tate when they started off dave tate is like an elite level powerlifter and john is like an elite level bodybuilder right and he's tr- and he's going from his sport to try and go into another sport complete different sport but just that has so many similarities just so he can try and absorb every single thing that he can now for it may sound foreign or it may not but so bodybuilding is obviously very different from powerlifting right like how much can you lift at the smallest amount of body weight and and how good can you look and it doesn't matter how much you lift so they're like completely different things the only thing the the common thing is that they're both lifting iron and they're both eating food but again the goals and the reasons why they're doing it all that stuff is like completely different so for a man to go from his sport to another sport completely try and absorb as much as you possibly can because how does your training go what does deload training even mean what is deloading in training how do you use bands and chains and accessories and like all these kinds of different things what kind of different exercises are they doing because this man wants to build his lats i i don't know how many of you know this but john's lats were like one of his worst things body parts to ever grow so if this man wants to build his lats and the basic barbell rows aren't working and deadlifts aren't working and and pull-ups and chin-ups and stuff aren't, aren't working that he went to these guys like hey if you want to build your squat or your deadlift or or something like that what do you do and then he's looking like if i'm trying to bench uh bring up my bench i'm actually working on tricep extensions like just doing like isolated moves for that if i'm trying to do deadlifts i'm doing like reverse hypers or something like all of these different kinds of things and then he started pulling those things into bodybuilding and um that was actually really fucking cool and that kind of opened my eyes in this in in the sense that not only is this guy way more accomplished than this other coach that i had 
he he's worked with a lot more people he's been doing it for a longer amount of time and he's also still fucking humble like he's still he's still trying to fucking learn even at this point in time despite having like two three decades or something in in this industry and in this game so that was one of the first things that i that really attracted me to him and the fact that he was pretty soft-spoken and he would he would be pretty nice about every single thing like he would he would try and explain every single thing but he would never be authoritative or command you to fucking listen like he wouldn't be like I command you to grow. <laughs> so he wouldn't he wouldn't be like, yo, listen to me or fuck off. He, he wasn't like that. He was like he, he would in fact kind of give every single person the opportunity to speak. Like, what are your thoughts and opinions? Why do you have these thoughts and opinions? And does it make sense or does it not make sense? Why don't you question it by doing this? Why don't you try it out by doing this? One of the interesting things that actually came out was um, <clears throat> when I started off in the industry, there was this guy called Ian McCarthy. I'm not sure how many of you know who Ian McCarthy was, but he had this channel called Lifting for Life. And he was the first of the uh, science bros that ever came out. He was, But his method was like quite extreme. Like he, he came out trying to make fun of, and he did. He made fun of the Hodge twins, and then he started making fun of Mike Mike Polchanella or David Polchanella, I forget, I forget which one. One of the guys, the, the one that was the actual uh, bro bodybuilder, he was trying to make fun of him or like his methods and techniques and so on and so forth. And I remember that this, that, so the, the thing that happened at that point was people started questioning the bros because they kind of realized that the bros don't really know that much. They look amazing. They lift weights and they eat food. Like they're machines. You make them do the stuff and they're machines. But if you actually ask them why they're doing it or if something is better than the other, they don't really know why. They don't really question anything. They just do everything, which is fantastic for them because they already have the genetics to be there. But if you're trying to optimize what you have, which is like nothing compared to what these guys have, then you want to optimize every single thing, including your training, nutrition, everything, right? So people started questioning at that point in time who should i be listening to and um and that's when this stuff came up and and i remember that ian even tried to like knock on john or like other people like john but um and that's where john was like it makes complete sense that you want to question them because if you listen to every single thing that ronnie coleman says you're not going to look like ronnie coleman you're not even going to look close to him if you try and do every single thing that tom platts does you're not you're not going to have tom, tom platts's quads or something but you what you want to do is you want to try and use the best of the science that you possibly have with the best of the practical experience and knowledge that you possibly have and you don't just want to go through studies what was the, some of the best things that oh see now like when i'm just randomly trying to think of what were some of the best things that he came up with or some of the examples that he came up with i can't really think of much but they were like we've known these things for fucking years and i, I think i don't know if it was like failure training or if it was eating carbohydrates post-workout or some something very basic i don't remember some pretty simple stuff yeah it was some pretty simple stuff and um uh yeah he was like hey bodybuilders have been doing this for fucking forever like i know that that may either they, that either they may have sounded really bro or people just considered it bro because like the bros have been doing it for so long but bodybuilders have been doing it for absolutely forever and it's only right now like this last year that this study kind of came out trying to prove it <laughs> scientifically possible so he's like not every single thing can be scientifically proven right now but there are people that have been doing a lot of things for so long just give it a try or just try and look into it if it makes any sense and or give it a try first and if it still doesn't work then you can look at something then you can you want to try and combine the the in the trenches bro experiences with the science and that's that's kind of where john kind of came in and he was again really humble about all of these things and would never try and make 
he would never try and make fun or poke holes at somebody else's logics and 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 stuff like that so that was something else that i really really enjoyed about john um besides that john was one of the first i think i don't know how but in my mind like at least when i was coming up <coughs> i had two different people and i think john kind of introduced me to, to shelby it was like shelby starns and i've been following both of these people forever and they're both like they're both kind of like monks like uh, like shelby's an even more of an, a bodybuilding monk like he just lives by himself and does his own thing but he's like he's really wise he's really smart about everything single thing that he does and um i always figured that john has the best knowledge or everything with respect to training and uh shelby has the best everything with respect to with 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 respect to chemistry and nutrition and the diet stuff and obviously they both know things but Shelby would always look up to and like basically ask John for training advice and i think this guy would John would go the other way and try and ask this guy for for diet and uh coaching and like chemistry advice and um yeah so so he was the guy that basically introduced me to him and like you all you can also kind of tell how smart someone is by the company that they keep around them <clears throat> so if he was keeping like people like Dave Tate and like fucking Shelby Starnes and like all of these other people the, these were the people that he were he was looking up to and he was trying to get um education information from it kind of showed you the kind of person that he was as well besides that um i think one of the first stories one of the first things that i ever read about john I, i don't know how many of you know this but he had a really really bad time getting an introduction into into the fitness industry so let me kind of try and idols and influences john's wife so it's actually not here but but um so he had the the colon disease or something that he's he's always had right like he's had a colon disease or like some kind of an intestine problem or something where he just doesn't have one of he doesn't have like a whole organ or something so his entire uh, career and his entire industry has been working around it like the entire time he's been working around it and i think one of the first coaches or the the first trainer or something that he hired before he before he himself became a coach the first trainer or something that he hired was like just one of those like just the paper guys that, that just wants to get you into the gym sign off on the session and then you're done and then you can fuck off pretty much and he doesn't really give a shit because i remember i don't it's not here in front of me but i remember this distinctly because i think he'd fallen sick or something in the midst or or on route to like a first show or something and he was like hospitalized or something and uh i remember that he said that my first trainer slash my coach didn't text me didn't call me didn't did not give a flying fuck where I was and what I was doing nothing he didn't give a shit about what was going on uh, like it was like nothing like there was like no connection there was no bond there and i remember that john was like really really disheartened like he was really heartbroken in the sense that is this what the industry is like and um and i remember that he used him as an example of how i'm not going to be doing my coaching and stuff and i remember that thing kind of like it just uh stayed out in my mind because it i've been in the industry for like 12 years and even i've had like bad relationships with people as well like pe- people are sometimes just not going to like you <laughs> like people are just sometimes is not going to like you but like even then like i always i've always tried to keep like that kind of a that kind of relationship whether i'm working with like a 12 year old 14 year old or whether i'm working with a 60 or 70 year old and this is i mentioned this in that other video that i've done whether should you become a personal trainer and and the should you become a personal trainer or not really depends on can you actually connect with every single one is it, it that's one of the things that john's known for isn't it like he can connect with like the girls and the guys and the youngers and the olders and like he he can connect with pretty much everyone so you want to be able to have like a human interaction and connection with everyone and that's that's basically what john kind of did and he kind of showed me that you can do that as well <clears throat> so that was some pretty cool stuff uh, that i that i remember from john 
besides that, let's see, let's see. Um, what is it? <clears throat> oh yeah, I remember that he was a CSCS, and and like I think the first time that I got a CSCS, I was really happy, and I texted him like out of the blue or something that hey, I got a CSCS, and I'm so happy. <laughs> and I think I I texted uh, Shelby about the same thing as well. Um, so this is really cool. This this part actually really surprises me. Um, growing up, John did not have an easy life. He didn't know his father and his mother. And- and his mother died at a very young age, leaving John in the hands of his elderly grandmother. So he only grew up with his gran- grandmother, right? And this part actually genuinely surprises me because um, if you look at any of John's videos or... or um, yeah, if you look at any of John's videos or even any of these tribute videos or, or any time that anyone ever looks up to John, John always kind of looks like the bigger brother or like like a father figure almost, like someone that's like looking out for you, but like a masculine father figure, right? Like that's what he always looks like and sounds like, which is so surprising to me because like if the man did not have any masculine role models or male figures in his life, then how did he, how did he get there? Like I actually, it doesn't, I, I cannot comprehend. Like how did a man that only grew up with his grandmother actually know how to kind of mimic or look up to or even just not having a masculine role model at least that we know of at least that we hear and heard of how did he kind of mold himself into that with his wife and with his two kids and with everybody else that he works with like, I, I always found that really, really surprising but yeah I, I don't have an answer for that but I, I found that really interesting that the fact that you can actually do that is actually really surprising to me because I don't think that nowadays yeah that, I think that's one of the biggest things nowadays is like Families are breaking up and, and the kids, whether guys or girls, just don't have a fucking masculine role model at, at home and they just don't know how to behave under masculine role models or, or to res- respect masculinity or anything of that sort. So anyways, like how does how did this man do it? Like, I really don't know. Um, Yeah, his first bodybuilding competition at the age of 13, lifting weights, 119 pounds. Now, one of the interesting things here is both both him and Shelby Starnes even though they're fucking amazing coaches and obviously all of their athletes are getting all the pro cards and the wins and so on and so forth, neither one of these guys, or actually both of these people, they eventually did get their IVB pro cards, but it was like the hardest fought victory for both of them. Um, like, which is surprising to me because John actually looks, even in his early bodybuilding days, like he's still like, he's still what, like he's like at least twice my size right now <laughs> even in his like fucking early bodybuilding days so even though these guys had like genetic potential to be really really good i guess maybe he, he just wasn't as pretty looking maybe which is why he didn't look as good or, or won the pro card or something or maybe others are just way superior to him like you know who knows really so it was really surprising to me the fact that he looked really good even when he was so young but it really took him so long and it was one of those things where he just did not fucking give up like no matter what he did no matter how many fucking times he lost he just kept on going on to try and keep getting better and to keep getting better and to keep getting better and um even though the personal victory is like the strongest victory like i finally won my pro card that's a strong victory but the real victory is kind of to everyone else including myself and yourself and every single one of his other athletes because that's where if you're gifted at something you don't have to work that hard at it right like if you're gifted and i just i i can eat pizzas and cheeseburgers every day and i still have a fucking ripped and shredded six-pack i don't have to know anything about why should i kill hunger what's an appetite suppressant how do i make myself feel full how do i 
how much protein should I be having? Like, do I need carbohydrates or not? Like, what, what kind of cardio is the best to burn off fat without burning off muscle? I don't need to know anything. Like, I literally don't need to know anything. But if I have the hardest time to try and get there myself, I have to literally go through every single thing. I have to, like, I cannot leave a single stone unturned to try and get what is that final key or what is this missing piece or not even the final key. Like, how do, how do every single piece, every single stone that I've unturned, how do they all, when they combine together, how do they all stack up? And it's that synergistic effect that gives you the final result that you need, right? Now, now that that's for someone that does not have top-tier genetics, which is, I guess, John in this case. But it's us that are basically benefiting from him having to go through all the hard work. Because, like, all of his athletes that are gifted, he just literally needs to do one change for them, and they're fucking skyrocketing, right? Like, every single... even uh, I'll try and share, like, a screenshot or uh, two of mine. Actually, this is an interesting conversation, too. A point. Um, one of the kids that I'm training right now is like 15 years old. I think I, he's in my top three um, results and testimonials and stuff. And like, I'm the proudest of him. He's in my top three transformations ever. And the reason for that is like, he will never get that much credit or something until he finally <coughs> reaches puberty. And then he actually gets shredded and like looks really good or something. But his results are the best because he's put on like 22 or some goddamn pounds at the age of 15 years old without hitting puberty without putting it on his stomach or anything while getting so goddamn strong and everything and this kid when he came to me like i remember our first conversation like our initial consult together or something he came to me uh talking about john meadows he was like uh oh i have actually been looking at john's this program or some some this program or something like that or something i was like bro you don't need to like i understand like i appreciate the passion i appreciate the fact that you're doing all that research but you don't need any of this shit <laughs> you do not need to be doing john's program you do not need to be doing these fucking initial initial fucking pre-pump warm-up sets and like the fucking finisher warm-up sets and the drop sets here and you don't need to be doing any of this stuff like i literally wiped all that stuff out and i was like just do the basic stuff here start off from here and then we'll take you forward right and um where did that story kind of come in from i'm actually forgetting um it was interesting he bought that stuff up but i yeah i'm actually forgetting why did i even bring that up something to do with john and beginners or or i don't know i i yeah, I kind of blanked out, to be honest, where that story came from. But um, whatever, I guess like I, I guess the point really is, is like there's so much that you can do. And like John gave us so much. But um, I guess people just don't know where to apply it or how to apply it or something. And uh, oh, yeah. OK, I guess I think I kind of I, I think I kind of do understand where that came in from, too. But OK, so my biggest regret with John really is the fact that I couldn't work with him. Uh, and and um, and it's not because I wanted to be I want to be an IFB pro this or like beat other people or anything of that sort I just want to be the best that I can be and I and I know that like working with Greg kind of taught me so much about how to kill hunger and how to keep going through pain and misery and all that kind of shit and like time management and all that kind of stuff and um, so so I learned so much from from Greg's experience like physical uh, uh, in the trenches experience and 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 what I was going to get from John was basically what I give to my clients. Like even this 15, 16 year old, this 15 year old kid or like all of these other people that I'm getting to, everybody's doing so many goddamn complex exercises and so much fucking complex shit and this fucking weird kind of periodization programming and this. And I'm like, yo, you guys don't need to do any of this shit. None of you need to be doing anything goddamn complex besides like six or seven, eight, ten basic movements for the first three years of your entire life. 
forget all of this bullshit that you're looking on the internet at and just do the most basic shit and um again that's the part i think i'm gonna have like up as a screenshot which is like um we've been training this kid for like nine months or something right and to me uh, because i'm so deep into things like i'm thinking so deep into things like i completely forget that a beginner makes gains like these or just the smallest amount of change makes them get results like fucking crazy and um what had happened i think um oh yeah this kid was doing something for so long and uh, I forgot the fact that because when we started off, I had his rest timers or sets or something like that. So there was a certain variable that I didn't have uh, because I, I was keeping him as a beginner where you're just learning. So you're not even getting stronger. But now when you actually are getting strong and you're fighting for every single rep and you're fighting for every single kilo of weight that you're putting on onto the bar. Now I want your uh, this variable to be like more than anything else. And I guarantee you, you just do this much and there's going like, to you do you do this much of a change. And the, the feeling of difference that you're going to get is going to be that much. And when he did that and he actually got those results, which is, so what I do really is, is what I wanted from him was like, it's not that I don't know. It's not like these people don't know. They know. In fact, unfortunately they know too much, like the too much studying and too much going into details and the amount of, of information that's out there, that's unnecessary you don't need any of that stuff. Like I know that if I was working with this guy, all of my fucking 12 years or 13 years or 14, 15 years of like knowledge and education and everything, this guy would have basically just filled out my loopholes. Like all the fucking places that, that, that were like empty, he would have just filled those things out. And I know that all that, that synergistic effect would have been so insane. And that's what I missed. Like I, I missed out on like not being able to work with him long time i did reach out to him as well to work with him but he was busy and by now he's like so huge with with like so many companies and so on and so forth but um yeah that's what i missed out on like i wish i could have worked with him just so he could like fill out all the spots and the holes that i had in my thing and and that that in itself would would have been worth like fucking crazy so um yeah so that's that thing that was interesting yeah besides that what else Oh yeah, so he introduced me to Shelby. That was a pretty cool guy. The ketogenic diet, I actually recent, very recently, I made a video about about the ketogenic diet. I think I put that in another podcast clip. And I remember this. I think that that topic or that podcast. I think I heard that in like 2014, 15 or something when I was doing my CSCS. And it's him. It's Shelby Starnes, it's Jacob Wilson going into the ketogenic diet and the details of it and breaking it down and and how I learned like all the shit that I've been doing, but thinking that I was doing ketosis wasn't even fucking ketosis. <laughs> so I remember that thing. I remember his um his uh insane respect for Tom Platts because he just absolutely he absolutely fucking loved Tom Platts's legs and he wanted to train with Tom Platts because Platts is just fucking brutal, which is Platts is another guy that we need to kind of look up to and learn from because like Platts had no issues looking like a fool or something in the gym. Like if you, if you watch some of his clips, like the hamstring curls and this and that, everything that he does, they look funny to like everybody else, but like not to someone that's trying to get like every single inch every single last stone keep keeping it unturned like that man went so deep like i think somebody told me that tom platts used to hypnotize he used to have people hypnotize him so that he could go beyond beyond failure like the amount of intensity that he could put in that he could go beyond crazy insane like, like platts would like actually have people hypnotize him um so yeah the, platts was insane this guy's insane these are the kind of people that really like i really find them so fascinating like they take something that they really like or they really love and are, they're so passionate about. And they, they, they dive in so deep. They go so deep. And they make so many connections from so many different places and so many different things in the world. And um, I think one of the, So, yeah, some of the other things was like, 
this is something that I learned from, again, this is like my first coach versus like John or versus Shelby or somebody else. Theoretically, doing blah, blah, and blah is going to be 100%, right? Theoretically, if you do this, 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 and this, if you live like a fucking machine, you're going to get the best results. And the truth of the matter is you can live like a machine for a week, two weeks, maybe three months, right? But eventually you're going to break because you're not a goddamn machine. And then when you break, then you can then you will be so disappointed in yourself and you're going to go so off topic and so off the rails or something that you're just not going to enjoy it. Um, which is, which is, um, which is one of the other things that, uh, that they, he basically taught me, like, instead of trying to go for the theoretical optimal or you want to go for like the practical optimal. And that's what I always keep on trying to mention it. I don't think he coined those terms. Like I coined those terms. Theoretical optimal is amazing on paper and nobody can fucking do it. Nobody can do it. Like even in a study, nobody can do it. Theoretical optimal does not exist. Theoretical optimal is to give you an idea of what could be possible. And then you actually fucking apply it in the real world and see how much you can keep on doing and keep extending it. And that's what practical optimal is. And that's what you really want to do in life. So forget about what looks really good in papers and such actually start doing things in real life and see what you actually can perform and and like doing um so that's something that i learned from him and shelby uh that was that was that was some really cool shit but again because my first coach was like oh all or nothing all or nothing all or nothing and then it was garbage it was it was it was useless um yeah oh so again this is one of the other humility things which was like i think he i forget which coach had coached him or something this wasn't his first show but like it was close to his first show or something and um, I think he said that he basically did like the IIFYM <laughs> method of Kajala. He was basically doing the uh, IIFYM, IIFYM method of doing a diet, which was um, instead of eating like his <laughs> rice and broccoli and, and shit like that, he was basically eating yogurt instead of that. And and, um, his, and he won the show. He won the show and he was in the parking lot with his girlfriend at that point in time. And his first coach came, came, came to him and he was like... Um, and his first coach basically tore him a new one. Like, he tore him a new fucking asshole. <laughs> he was like, fuck, you, I know you could have done better. You know you could have done better. And you didn't do it. And it was one of those things that kind of like, the, the other thing that I keep talking to you about, which is like, at the end of the day, you have to look at yourself in the mirror. Like, you have to look at yourself in the eye and you have to have your own self-respect and your soul, your own self-integrity. and shit. Like, he won the show, right? He won the show and he came first. But he did not look the best that he could possibly have looked. So even though he, for the outside world, he won and he got the gold medal and he got the trophy and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. He knew that he didn't do the best inside. And that was what his first coach kind of taught him. You did not do the best that you could do. And he internalized that and he was like, okay, I am going to have to keep doing the best that I can do. And he never like fucked up uh, like that after. So that was some pretty cool shit that I, that I learned from him as well. Um, I think finally, honestly, I'm I'm probably going to cut this short at this point, but finally what were some of the other things <clears throat> yeah this i actually mentioned this before but there's there's more than there's more than just like the the most basic method of trying to progressively overload which i actually did not know i genuinely only thought that the only way to measure progressive overload is reps go up sets go up weights go up uh, rest times decrease like basically a method of like of like being able to quantify progressive overload whereas this guy came in and he was like uh i already forgot the other ones like metabolite accumulation or lactic acid accumulation or something and i forgot what the other ones are like i forget what it was to be honest like i forget the other two things but he basically 
explored like all of these other things because i remember when i was like i remember in 2013 14 15 i was like i cannot progressively overload anymore like it just isn't going up and it, or at least it isn't going up at a good enough speed or a rate of progress that i want like what can i possibly do and that's when i read his stuff and i was like okay shit what the fuck there's other things that actually exist um i already did mention not everything can be explained through science and studies you want to explain uh, you want to like experiment and find out what's good uh thinking outside the box and experimenting and this i think he did this so much with his diets and also his training like all of his like fucking meadows rows and like doing the one arm things and all those kinds of weird things that he does like it just it's just so different like it's just so different and the thing is every single human being's anatomy is different like i could do a medial delt raise and you could do a medial delt raise and we could both be working different angles of the medial delt and when you step on stage when i step on stage if you both do the exact same thing your front side of the delt would look better and my back side of the delt would look better so the same thing he would basically make you do it in a different way so that you would have the look that you needed to have in order to be better for yourself so that you would win so like all of these different things like not everybody does their deadlift and not everybody makes the same gains literally all over the entire body like some people's lats actually grow some people's butts grow some people's hamstrings grow but you're only going to find out after you actually do it so that was some pretty cool stuff um the importance of the mind muscle connection I remember this again 14 15 or something because I remember again from my first coach and he was like there's no such thing as a mind muscle connection your mind doesn't your your brain doesn't have a mind your brain doesn't have a well, your muscle doesn't have a brain your muscle doesn't have a mind or something in it it just understands what's happening on the outside which again theoretically makes sense except when Brad Schoenfeld basically studied it and like Christian Th- I've made videos about this Brad Schoenfeld studied it Christian Thibodeau studied it and this only happened like what Two, three, four years ago, or like two years ago max, I think, and they were studying the mind muscle connection and the massive fucking amount of difference, like forty percent, sixty percent improvements in like hypertrophy or or muscle fiber activation or something, massive fucking difference. And when I started doing that, I was like, oh my god, I can fucking actually understand what he means by these things and the kind of changes that that I made in my training and stuff. It's I haven't even put any of my athletes I haven't put any of my clients on any of these things. Like because again, like they're still within the first 3 years of training and none of this stuff is required in the first 3 years of training. You don't need to do any of this stuff in the first 3 years of training. But that that was like all advanced stuff which I only found out afterwards. Um yeah, also they don't listen to this guy because he looks like he knows you and wasted time is fine but you're definitely don't want to suffer his ignorance which basically comes in injuries. I, I actually never me- I didn't mention it here but his main thing was do not fucking get injured. If there's something that I've learned from him and from all these other big coaches and stuff that I made it pretty big at this point in time which is like do not get injured because you want to keep doing this forever do not push it so hard so fast don't be so macho don't be like a don't be an idiot don't push it so hard that you don't actually get what you want to get out of it because you just can't do it anymore so always try and take a step back and try and be smart about everything that was that stay safe uh, yep you're not going to be in your 20s forever keep things sustainable for long term success you can only go out go all out for so long enjoy fucking around in the gym there was this really i think i might try and find like a video of it if i have it but they him and dave tate are doing like this cattle prod fucking thing in the gym like they're both training their lats and then after that they electrocute themselves in the lats for like central nervous system let alone central nervous system stimulation and shit it was like it was retarded shit it was really dumb but he was just having fun with it which is the other thing like just basically just have fun with training like just actually like when i when i go and train in the gym like i'm fucking dancing around and i'm having fun because i'm actually enjoying looking at the muscles inside the gym like when i'm actually folk flexing and posing like i'm actually training to look good but not to look good and to enjoy it i'm actually posing and stuff just to have fun 
with what I'm actually working for. Like, nobody cares if you can just stand there with, like, a fucking front double by and look like a god for, like, five, ten seconds. Like, it's so pointless for... It's so pointless. Like, actually enjoy what it is that you're doing. Um, and then he was the guy that basically introduced me into to DC training because for him, DC training and Dante Trudel were some of the first guys that ever came in and explained how basic training worked. Like, absolute basic beginner training worked back then. So that was some interesting stuff. And uh, honestly, guys, I have to go for like another meeting at this point. But um, I don't know if I'm going to like continue this after. But to be honest, I just, it was insane. Like this guy was just absolutely insane. He was the nicest human being liked by every single person. And um, and uh, that's why he was good at football coaching with his kids and his other athletes and such. And that's why he's good at every single thing. Because this is like how I teach you how bodybuilding kind of goes into every every single other aspect, every single other facet of your life. The discipline, the consistency, the dedication, the solo mindedness, the single mindedness, all of that stuff, like how it translates over to everything else. This is one of the guys that basically kind of taught me that because like no matter what he would touch, he had the Midas touch. Like whatever he touches, he turns to gold. But it's not because he's... It's not because he's magical. It's just he's de- developed those skills and such that he basically puts into other things. So, um, yeah, um, I'm really sad that I will never be able to work with John. <clears throat> I'm really, really sad about... I'm, I'm sure his family's going to do really well. I know they have a bunch of different... I know John set them up and I know other people are out there to look after him. But, like, the kids are young, man. Losing your losing such an amazing guy and, like, losing a husband and everything at such, at such an age is, like... It's pretty sad. Um... But yeah, I always loved him and I will always love, fucking look up, look up to this guy. I hope you guys enjoyed this tribute to him. Uh, if you had any personal experiences with him, do let me know. Besides that, if you liked it, please do help me out with the like, comment, share, subscribe and everything else. And I shall see you all next time. Peace. And finally, if I can help you to create a training program in order for you to gain muscle and not fat, if I can help you to create a diet where you can optimize fat loss and not muscle loss, if I can help you to understand how essential a reverse diet is and set it up for you, or if you're using any SARMs or steroids or any PEDs and you need help with guidance and safety around those, or if you just need to understand what your blood tests actually mean, or if you're trying to navigate life and you want to understand your psychology and other psychology and how can you be more productive and happier in your own life, please feel free to reach out to me. My Instagram and my email are both in the description box below as well as on the video in front of you right now. And finally, if you can help me out, if you know other people that need my help and advice and guidance, but they don't even know that I exist, just let them know about my existence. Finally, if you haven't already, then please help me out with the like, comment, share, subscribe, and I shall see you all next time. Peace.